Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. For those of you who don't know my business partner, Emily, she likes to think through every worst case scenario that could possibly happen. And she always, always has a backup plan. Welcome to My Anxious Life. It's a new special on MTV called My Anxious Life starring Emily. <laughs> <laughs> she could tell you where every exit is, mm-hmm. where where she would ditch and roll out of a moving vehicle. How, how my she, favorite, my favorite yeah. one to plan is when there's a storm and I'm driving. If a tornado suddenly like appears, where will I go hide? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Emily is the queen of doing this. So the fact that we set this meeting up and had this meeting will not shock either of us. But I think a lot of you have not thought about this. And so mm-hmm. this particularly made a ton of sense as a dual business owner scenario where we had partnerships. But for some of you, if you own your own business, I'm not sure you've ever thought about this. And Mm -mm. so we kind of want to go over exactly what happened and how we are planning for all the worst case scenarios that could go down. Yeah. So I feel like basically two kind of key moments happen in my life and business for us to be like, oh crap, we need to have these conversations. A, our daughter was born. I became a mother and I started doing my hashtag anxious life in regards to her well-being and what if I die and what if me and my husband die and everyone dies, like what happens with her and our monies and our situations, etc. And so kind of mapping that out in my head. And then when Abby and I And then this is a while ago now, but when we officially got our LLC partnership and our S Corp, we realized, okay, it's harder for us to divorce Mm -hmm. than us to divorce our own spouses, like our own Mm -hmm. husbands who we're illegally married to. And so I kind of started thinking to myself, okay, well, 
you know, what if something happens to Abby? Or what if one of us wants to retire and the other one's not ready? Or what if we both collectively decide like we're done with TCC or what or what or what? And so all of those scenarios kind of started swirling around in my life. And I didn't even know if there was a thing that we could set up to protect ourselves in all of the worst case scenarios. And it turns out there is. Yeah. So we first brought this idea up with our financial advisor, which just happens to be my brother-in-law. So he knows a lot about our lives because he's family. And mm-hmm. so and he's both of our financial advisors as well. So he yeah. like he's married to Abby's family and he's pretty like financially married to my family. Yeah. <laughs> like he manages not only business decisions in that regard, but all of our like personal retirement planning and mm-hmm. estate planning and all of that jazz. So he was fully aware and he actually came to us and he was like, girls, <laughs> we, need, <laughs> we to t- need to talk. We need to talk and we need to put something in place so that if something was to happen, that y'all would be taken care of and you wouldn't be put mm-hmm. in a situation that could be either detrimental to each other, to the business to our spouses who God forbid are left behind without us. And so he suggested we put in place a buy sell agreement and back it up with insurance to help us pay if any of these worst case scenarios would happen. So the specific things that it covers are not just, well, what if I die and Emily lives? Like, It's more complicated than that, which is great because there are lots of worst case scenarios. There are like seven layers to every worst case scenario. And the lawyer was really great at being like, okay, so if that's your provision, well, what happens if that happens? But then this happens next. And I'm like, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So we set this up to protect us in a bunch of different ways. A, if one of us dies and the other one is left behind, how can the other person pay the spouse of the deceased for Mm -hmm. their share of the company so Mm -hmm. that the spouse isn't involved after all that happens? What Mm -hmm. happens if Emily and I have a bad relationship and Mm -hmm. we divorce one of our spouses. What happens to Mm -hmm. the business? Is it protected in a way that that wouldn't be up for negotiations? Right. Because ultimately, I think when you're having these conversations, you ask yourself, okay, if any of these things happen, what is our main goal with the business? Is If one of us leaves, is our main goal for the business to somehow still be carried on? If, you know, there's a divorce, do we still want the business to be stable and carry on? If any of these happens, like what do you want to actually be able to be done with the business? Mm -hmm. And so I think those end goals kind of help shape the way you structure these provisions. Because for instance, one of the things that I wasn't aware of until we kind of planned it out is if one of us wants to leave or if one of us dies, there's going to be payout to like the deceased family or the person who wants to leave, right? Well, if that person is owed, you know, a million bucks or whatever, that's kind of expensive and a lot of cash for a business to pay out all in one chunk. So there's actual steps you can put into place of it can be paid out over 
three years or five years, and it can never exceed more than a certain percentage of the business revenue and this and that. And so there's all of these kind of scenarios to help protect the integrity of the business if that's a goal is to keep it afloat. Yeah. And so Emily and I both went into this in the best scenario, I think, possible. We both went into it like neither of us are leaving. We have no plans of leaving. No one's like on their deathbed. We love each other. We're not getting divorced. (laughs) Like everyone's great. And that's the best time for you to have conversations like this. Because here's what goes down is we get all of this set up now. We come to an agreement. And so if anything were to ever happen and Emily and I are the kind of rule followers that this would be mm-hmm. necessary. Like we just reference a document and here's what we have to do. And there really wouldn't yeah. be any argument. Like there might be like, if someone dies, sadness and like <laughs> despair. You said there might be. There, there will be. Abby was asking the lawyer. She was like, okay, let me throw this out. If Emily dies, And the business is going to pay Brian like some monies, right? Well, how can I get some time off? Because I'm going to be sad and I'm going to want to take some time off of work to like recuperate and like get in a different headspace. And like, you don't think about stuff like that of like, not only did a big half of your business literally just died, but are you're a little sad too. So maybe you need to like, but then I chimed in and I said, well, you can pay her some money, but not enough to where it makes her want to kill me. (laughs) Y'all, this was the most ridiculous conversation. And the fact that I can say without a doubt that this is not the first time we've had this ridiculous conversation. No, There was a lot of preparation going into this meeting on our parts to like get in the right headspace and make sure we were on the same page. And we're a hundred percent are like, yeah. at this point, yeah. the biggest, how do we even figure this out is we have to put a value on our business. Oh my God. Guys, this is a conversation that you would have, if you're setting up a buy sell agreement, if you're getting some sort of insurance for your business, you have to have some sort of value. And Although there are a lot of industries listening that have been around for a while, like wedding planning or photography or graphic design, right? None of that is new, but I can guarantee you the way that you're making money, the way that you're getting clients is still relatively new. Like the internet isn't that old. The way that we're using internet marketing as a huge part of every one of our businesses is new. It's still very, very, very new. And there is no industry standard for growth and trajectory of those types of businesses that use the internet as much as we do and you do. So that is really, really hard because a lot of us like to, A, I know you guys, we like to rely on a formula for these kind of things because we don't want to attach our emotions to like the value of our business, right? So if we can just input, you know, X dollar amount to X percent times this many years outspits a number and that's what we have to rely on. That doesn't work. Like there's a couple of formulas that you can kind of plug and play, but it's all still like pretty hypothetical. But the other piece is the psychology of, You know, if you're selling your favorite coffee mug at a garage sale, it's worth a lot more to you than it is to anyone else. And if you are the face of your business, like a lot of us are, and you are your brand, then if you're gone, 
you were like a big value to the income and revenue of your business that is no longer there anymore. So now what is it valued at? Yeah, it's, it's a lot. And you know, that's why Jennifer Lopez insured her butt. Did she? Yeah, either that's a myth and I'm just believing it or it's real. But it's the same, like we could insure, you know, our voices. Well, our okay, face. that's actual, that's an actual thing. So yeah, that would be more on the disability insurance side. Right, right. Occupational disability. So you can have disability in all regards, but the thing that would be occupational for us is if we lost some sort of brain function or if we lost our ability to talk. But if we lost our hands or our feet or even our hands, even our hands, we I mean, because there's so much adaptation, like you could get disability insurance for it, but it wouldn't be considered occupational because your voice Mm -hmm. is what you're selling. Yeah, my thoughts, my made up words. I know, I know, which is crazy. And so I'm all about like insure where it makes sense, but you can definitely over insure. So like I think disability, Mm -hmm. like long term disability insurance is something a lot of people should be looking at. If you're not saving for retirement, God forbid, please start. And <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. But in this particular Girl, case, if you're an LLC, get yourself a simple IRA yes. for the love yes. of your future. <laughs> in <laughs> our situation, we are going to get life insurance on each other, which is crazy. Which I only just recently got life insurance on my husband because of our daughter being born. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she doesn't have anything to do with it, but it was more of like, I'm going to need some extra money to help raise this human if you're not here and I'll be sad and let me wipe my tears with the money I can make from my insurance claim. But again, not enough for you to want your spouse to kill you (laughs) because if you've watched Snapped, guys, that's one of my favorite shows to binge. Have you guys watched it? Have you ever seen it? I have not. It's all about women killers, first of all. Of course it is. And it's literally, they just snap and they go on a murderous rampage and they generally just kill their spouse or their lover or their husband or something, either to cash in those insurance dollars or just because they've like had enough. Well, and let's be clear. If you kill someone, you do not get to collect (laughs) life insurance. If you get caught killing. I'm just, let's be real. It's true. There's a lot of like, if you don't get caught, if they don't know it was you, I'm not promoting. This is not me promoting. I'm just like, let's state facts. But you can also, like some people will be like trying to manipulate the system and that's called insurance fraud. Mm -hmm. And that's illegal. Yeah. You go to prison for that. (laughs) Not jail, prison. (laughs) Let's not. We're not going to play here. Mm -mm. But here's the Mm -mm. thing. You know, this is our situation. This is what we're going through. We're trying to make sure death, disability, straight Mm -hmm. up one of us wants to just leave. If someone gets divorced, Mm -hmm. if someone wants to retire, like all of these situations. Yeah. These are the type of meetings you have when you make it to the big time, guys. (laughs) That's not what you you get to sit in an hour and a half meeting with a 73 year old lawyer while he slowly explains to you things you already understand. That's what you guys get to look forward to. 
it was too early for me to have wine. This was an 1130 a.m. meeting. And I was like, God dang it. It's too early for me to sip. It was brutal, guys. It wasn't that bad. But here's the thing. Regardless if you're in a partnership or not, I do want you to start thinking about how you can protect yourself and your business. Mm -hmm. And really, really taking the time to investigate your insurance options and what you can do to protect your future. It's so Mm -hmm. crucial. Like, have life insurance on your spouse for the love of God, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, because I share anything with you guys, setting something up like this, obviously I can't quote what it's going to cost you in your area and your circumstances, but it's less than a thousand bucks. So it is not outrageously as expensive as you might the think agreement something was like this. Less than a thousand. The agreement. Our life right, insurance. Right, right. The agreement. I don't know what that'll cost us yet. No, I don't know what that's going to cost because that's a maintenance thing. But to get the actual contract lawyered up and be right and be able to stand up in court is less than a thousand bucks. And so it's not like that outlandish. If this is something that you can save for, it's going to eventually save you a crap ton of dollar bills. And if something were to happen and the headache, like me going full on confident, knowing that if something were to happen, like in any way, death, I want to retire. Abby wants to walk away. Someone gets divorced. Like something just happens knowing that we can just pull up this agreement and be like, all right, what do we do now? Like whether we're in a big fight or whatever, like it can literally be the worst case of everything. And we just pull up this thing from our past selves when we were super smart and say, all right, here's what needs to happen. Let's check the boxes and make it done. That is so reassuring. Well, and the other thing that's reassuring is that it's not going to bankrupt the business. Absolutely. Or individuals. Like every, it's going to just be groovy. Groovy, groovy, groovy. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. And I think our spouses also, not that they're at all hesitant about our partnership no. whatsoever, but I think this also helps them of being like, okay, like if all of a sudden one of us comes, you know, and being like, I hate that girl I want out, they don't have to stress about, you know, the other family paying a, a ton to get out or, you know, something just happening where it's icky and weird well, and gross. It's bizarre to me that the business is worth enough that we'd even have to fight over you paying me or vice versa. Isn't it insane? Like it's bananas, but I also want to make sure you guys know that you don't need to be making a certain no. amount of money to get these no. things. We place. honestly like, probably we waited did not too do long. This. We waited too long. We did not do this based off a financial milestone. We first had this discussion back in September. It is now the end of March. So like you can see how we've put off and rescheduled this meeting multiple times. So A, we wanted it done last year. But even before then, like it's something like just for safety's sake, we probably should have had even an effect about six, eight months prior to even when we first started talking mm-hmm. about it. But it's never too late. Like you can get something like this set up anytime. Chat with some people. We found the lawyer simply by reference of our financial advisor. So if you have someone that your business is already working with, you never know who they might know that does mm-hmm. stuff like this. So ask your accountant, ask, you know, your personal or business accountant, ask your dentist, like any type of business person might know someone who does things like this. So it's a lawyer who like focuses on contracts is what you're wanting to look for Mm -hmm. and just ask around, have a meeting, see if that's something they work on and get yourself protected. Yeah. Well, and some other things to think about and something that's been on my mind and not necessarily something we've pursued yet, but just like other things we should consider. So we we started a retirement plan for Emily and I last year, which is great. Mm-hmm. 
It's called a simple IRA. And so that's helping us save outside of our personal. You can have a simple IRA if you don't have any employees in your business. Do you have to be an LLC to do it? Mm, I don't I'm think sure so. on that, but you, you can't have employees outside of the right. Owner. The reason why it works for us is because her and I both have like equal partnership. We're owners of the business. So we have a more, what is it like more than 40% each stake of the company? Like it's a 50, 50 split. If you have an employee outside of you that doesn't have 50% ownership of the company, you have to do a 401k. If you don't have that, which most of you listening don't have that, you can absolutely set up a simple IRA. And it has the fees are a lot lower than a 401k. Mm-hmm. There's no maintenance to it. Once you set it up, you don't have to pay someone to maintain it. There's no administration fees. Mm-hmm. You don't have to mm-hmm. file a bunch of paperwork every year. It's And what's the max contribution? Is it 2k per or 12k per year? I think it's I want to say it's 17500 Okay. Somewhere around there, which obviously you don't have to contribute all of that every year. You can do as little or as much of that. It's up to that is what you can contribute every year. But you can do it on a monthly basis, quarterly basis. You can lowball quarterly. Like at the first quarter, you can contribute just a little bit and you can up that as you go throughout the year. You don't have to max it out every year. It's the smartest. If you can't afford it, it's the best decision for your future for you to do that. Now, don't quote us on all these things if we say something. No, not an advisor, not a lawyer, not a doctor, not an accountant. I'm (laughs) none of those things, (laughs) just in case. The other couple things I wanted to mention, well, A, we have not gone down the health insurance route at all. So, I mean, right. we, we have health insurance. Like, like don't benefits. Like, don't go thinking we don't have health insurance. We're both insured. Don't go thinking. We both have insurance through our spouses. Yeah. We're lucky that they both have really, really, really great insurance offered through their work. So, we don't have to think about it yet. But it's definitely something we're going to have to consider as our, not only as our business grows, but just as our like life and family changes. So, Looking at the options, like it's changing constantly in that arena. Like there is no like one size fits all. Mm-mm. We're seeing a lot of changes and a lot of swift movements with healthcare law. So what I say now may have no implications later, but you know, there aren't. We are not a government official. <laughs> we are not a president. There are not a ton of great options. Like they're available and you can get something that's affordable. But to get the amount of coverage we both have now, like mm-hmm. either it would be astronomically expensive or mm-hmm. just literally wouldn't be available because we are in such a small business, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. So, yeah, I'm hoping stuff like that changes in the coming years because so many people are branching out on their own. Yeah. Now, there are some like communities of healthcare where it's like a healthcare share program. Right. And I'm like not going to even pretend like I'm familiar with them, but I do, I have heard like those type of programs pop up a lot when people in businesses like ours or in the, you know, self-employed arena look into. Right. But I do think simple things like looking into an HSA, I don't know if you guys Mm -hmm. have one in your home, but we have one again through my husband's work and 
it allows us to hold back part of his check tax-free and use that money specifically for medical costs. So, And even if you quit that job, whatever amount is in that savings account, you get to take with you. Now, some HSA accounts are use it or lose it situations. Some are not. So I've Mm. had both. Our current one is use it or lose it. So we had to low ball this year what we would spend on medical. But it's still such a tax savings that it's 100% Mm -hmm. worth setting up if you can get access to one. Yeah. Now, one that... vitamins and stuff on there. So at the end of the year, if you're like have extra stuff, you can go buy like band-aids and vitamins and like heat packs, like all those random stuff. Yeah. That still technically counts. Yeah. And look at your qualifications. Like I was able to buy a mouth guard for grinding my teeth at night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Some have more strict rules than others, but like I buy all of the like stick on heating pads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys know when I have endo and like I have cramps really bad. And so I basically live in those like two or three days out of every single month. Yeah. And they're expensive. They they're expensive. like $7 a thing. And so I just like at the end of the year, we don't have a use it or lose it, but it's still like there's so much money in there because We hardly, I say this as I have a cold right now, like we hardly ever get sick and we don't go to doctor. We don't have prescriptions. I can't tell you the last time I filled a prescription. And so the money just sits there. I used to be able to use it on glasses. Like if I wanted to spare like set of prescription sunglasses, I could use it there. But since I got LASIK, I don't go to the optometrist anymore. And so it's all just funny of like how we spend it. Yeah. And I think LASIK is probably how we'll end up spending it if my eyes ever chill out. But until then, I'm waiting. Yeah, that's the only reason why how I got lace. Not, I mean, we would have gotten it either way, but we had thousands of dollars sitting in our health savings account. I was like, can I do this? It just sped up the process. Mm -hmm. Now, in the same regards, I want y'all to think about disability insurance before you get hurt. Okay. (laughs) That's what they all say. Because like, I've seriously considered disability insurance, but not until after I had a brain injury. And Mm -hmm. because of that, I could still qualify for disability insurance, but it would have all these clauses that remove anything related to my brain, which is why I... Why you're getting insurance in the first place? Yeah. So... Please do it when you're very healthy (laughs) and you think nothing will ever happen to you because your life can change in a split second. Absolutely. And same thing for just regular old life insurance. The younger you get like approved for life insurance, you can lock into that like approval rate or qualification Mm -hmm. for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. You're never going to be healthier than you are now, Uh usually usually you will not be healthier than you are right now. So do it now. Now, another benefit that I want to talk to Emily about doing... Stop smoking. (laughs) Side note on life. I don't smoke. Neither does she. No, no, no. 
That was just my PSA. That was just your PSA out loud. So a potential benefit that I would like to add for TCC is identity fraud insurance. (gasps) I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So what this does is, and it was suggested when we were going through the Dave Ramsey stuff, Mm -hmm. is... There's a lot of protection automatically with a lot of your credit cards and bank accounts and all of that. Right. But what it doesn't do, like a lot of the times if you have like a fraud charge, like you can just have that wiped. But if your whole identity is stolen and like someone were to open a line of credit in your name or a loan or buy a car or like it got dirty, this would pay for a lawyer to clean up all that shit for you and save you tons of time and energy and money. And so that makes sense. I it's becoming so common. And after Mm -hmm. all the massive breaches, like a lot of what they're saying about these breaches, which like we were given a year of protection, but what people are saying is they will hold on to this information for three to five years so it just surprises you like they've had your information and they keep selling it and then they don't use it until like half a decade later and they have all this information about you so I think it's something we need to talk about adding (laughs) yeah we have like what is it lifelock yeah for like our personal use is it like that yeah well that's what I would suggest is Mm, lifelock Or a company like that. But I'm just saying, I think the business should pay for it. I'm down for that. (laughs) Yeah. I will transfer over that charge tomorrow. (laughs) No big deal. Yeah. We've had that personally for a while. My husband's in baking and I think he just hears a lot of horror stories and it's more of like people coming in and sending a wire to like a Saudi prince that doesn't exist. (laughs) You guys would be surprised how often that actually happens. Like this is not me being like, hyperbolic hyper <laughs> not that word <laughs> how do you say the word hyperbolic hyperbolic hyper move on you know what I'm anyways <laughs> once a month at least once a month Brian comes home and it's like someone sent a fucking check to some island or sent a wire to Africa or sent this and I'm like sweet baby angels all their money just leaving so anyways Stuff like that. That's a more active decision that people are making. Usually it happens on the internet, but you have to consider like from the average person, you probably have given your credit card information to way more online services than like normal people because of the sake of our business and your guys' business. And they can pick up more information about you. Like... I'm not going to go and list all the places that you can find my name and address, but they exist. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. 100%. Yeah. As soon as you buy a domain, all of your information is there. It's so annoying. So, and you know how many domains we own, you guys? It's ridiculous. A lot. A lot. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) So this episode was just basically about protecting yourself. Like... Plan for the things that you can't ever plan for, but you can try to prevent. And I know insurance in any way, shape, or form feels like a waste of money until you need it. And you hope that even if you've been paying for it forever, you still hope you never need it. It's just one of those provisions that is the cost of being a human who does stuff and does stuff online. 
and does stuff that involves money and valuable things. So be boss for a second and ask yourself where a couple of these things that we've talked about today might make sense in your business. And you don't have to plan for like the hurricane death tornado divorce scenario like I do every day. (laughs) But I'm just asking for you to plan for something. Yeah. Okay. And if you are a contract lawyer, an attorney, a doctor, a governor of any sort who have listened to us blatantly make up stuff during this episode that we know nothing about. I apologize. (laughs) We're just doing our best. We're just trying to help the people. And I hope Mm -hmm. they come and hire you or give you a phone call or you put them in their place. But you can keep your corrections to yourself. Yeah, I don't need to hear about it. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. (laughs) All right, guys. I hope this was helpful. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.